Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two of season two of the Overboard Network Sports Pod. Last week, if you listened to our Wild Card Weekend podcast, you hopefully benefited from our picks. I went five and one, and Sean went four and two. This week, we recap a dud of Wild Card Weekend. We look at the spreads for each divisional game coming up, make our picks, as well as update our Super Bowl picks. Let's bring in my co-host here. Now, Sean, what was your biggest surprise of Wild Card Weekend? John, um, to me, it was a pitcher. It's not even being close. And I, if I remember correctly, and our listeners can call me out, I picked the Bills to win, but I picked the Patriots to cover. And I, I can't even finish that game because it was so painful to watch as a Patriots fan. Uh, like their defense, not only is it old and slow, they're not big enough either. Like Josh Allen was just rolling guys off of him. And they're really missing like a like a big run stuffing nose tackle, like a Vince Wolfrick or like a Vita Vea that just clogs up the middle. They didn't I not one of those guys, even if they could catch Josh Allen, I don't think you really even take him down. Like uh, I mean, Hightower could in his prime, and I, I, I don't know. They're they just don't they didn't feel big enough. Uh Joe, what'd you think? I mean that's so you bring up some interesting points here, Sean, because it makes me question, have we seen peak Josh Allen or is he just going to get better? Because he is huge, right? Like yeah. he is, he's bigger than what? Every single corner in the league. He's bigger than most safeties. Yeah. And he's like the size of most linebackers. So yeah. the fact that he can just roll over defenses, listen, it doesn't really work in the regular season as much because no quarterback is going to want to take those hits for 17 weeks. But in the playoffs, and this is what I alluded to last week, in the playoffs, the quarterbacks that can run should run because it's more effective than passing for most of them. Now, Josh Allen's actually good at throwing the ball, so maybe that's not the case for him. It's just another attribute of his game. Yeah, I've never, you know, even, you know, the Patriots have had, you know, the past 20 years, like it's been mostly successful. Uh, in, there've been years where their defense wasn't good, but they could usually like defend the run pretty well. And no, and, and like, obviously Josh Allen was, you know, hitting guys. Um, what's the name? Uh, like obviously, you know, Stefan Diggs got a few good catches. Uh, Dawson Knox really came through, but Josh Allen had all the time in the world. I think that first Dawson Knox touchdown, Josh Allen was rolling around in the backfield for like 13 seconds. <laughs> and then he finally threw it. So the pitchers do have a, a fine secondary. I mean, wasn't their finest, their best night, but like, yeah, they don't, they don't have a guy that can tackle Josh Allen. And if I'm a, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm pretty nervous about this weekend. Yeah, it makes sense. Sean, what was the exact moment as a Patriots fan that you turned the game off? Oh, it was, I, it was sometime in the second half. Here's the thing. Like they just never punted or kicked a field goal. Because I remember, I remember getting, I remember got hope when they missed uh, the Bills missed an extra point. I'm like, oh, here it's starting, and yep. you know, uh, uh, Mac Jones had a few touchdowns eventually throughout the game, but I don't really remember the exact moment. I just, it was very like slowly, like, oh, they're not going to stop them ever, are they? And yeah, because yeah, you like, know, there's like, a few I moments think- where you're like, yeah, hey, we did twenty to three before, we can do that again. But, yeah, you're probably just flipping back and forth between uh, the game and TNT that was playing uh, Just Go With It with Adam Sandler. 
Oh, love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say that there has been a good amount of missed extra points so far in the, in the playoffs. And it's great for squares. Like my terrible squares numbers, they got a shot. The oh, fives, yeah. <laughs> the fives could come out, you know, uh, Sean, for me, the biggest thing of the wild card that I realized is, you know, the Eagles and Steelers didn't show up. And I just don't think we need a seven seed going forward. Yeah. So I, I've heard the argument that if it was the Saints and the Chargers, it would have been way more interesting, especially with the Saints playing the Bucks, because they just have the they just have the Bucks number. And that could have yeah. been a game. And then obviously Justin Herbert's just fun to watch. But yeah, no, we don't need more like even the, the sixties were terrible this weekend. I mean wait, were the Niners a six? No, the Niners weren't a six seed, were they? No, the, the Cardinals the, were. Yeah, the Cardinals were terrible. Yeah, too. yeah, the Cardinals and Pitchers were terrible too. So we the sixties are bad, the seventies are just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, you're right. We don't need more mediocre teams in the playoffs yeah and the one thing i actually so listen march madness everybody's rooting for their brackets and you're rooting for the cinderella team i do feel like in the nfl nobody really roots for the cinderella team in fact i think almost except except their fan bases i don't think anyone was rooting for the seven seeds to win because all that does is take a really good team out of the playoffs like way before it even starts like i don't want a two seed out before the divisional round because that's supposed to be like the best four. That's supposed to be the best weekend in football, right? The divisional round. Don't yeah. take, don't take the Chiefs out and add the Steelers. You know, don't take Tom Brady out and add and add the Eagles. Like I, I get it. If you're good, you're supposed to win. But why take that risk? Like let's just make it six seeds. I think that's a good number. Yeah, it's a great point. Like I mean, we get we have Bills Chiefs on Sunday. Like that's gonna be a, a tremendous game. That's just like the Super Bowl preview as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Sean, what team changed your perspective in maybe for the better in the wild card round? Um, so I already believed in the Bills before. I think last week they were one of my Super Bowl picks. Yep. And, but that was kind of, I'm just kind of based on like, oh, you know, if Josh Allen plays the way he's capable of and, you know, their running game comes alive and some of the, you know, Dawson, some of the receivers step up and their defense looks great. And like, like, I don't, I don't know what to take away from last weekend because yeah, I don't, I don't know that Patriots were even that good, but at the bills to me look, look like the best team. And yeah, I'm a Patriots fan. So maybe I'm biased and I watched that game like the most close and everything like that, but it, it kind of reaffirmed them that like, I think I think they win the Super Bowl as a right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a really weird season, or at least the seedings are odd in the fact that like I've never f- believed in a three seed more than I do the Bills, but I've also never believed less in a one seed than I do the Titans. And I know we'll kind of get into that. Maybe that impacts our picks. Candidly, it doesn't impact my picks, but. Um, uh, you know, focusing on maybe wildcard weekend here. I think the, the other big storyline was Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys. So, mm. you know, obviously Cowboys lose, um, you know, Twitter goes crazy. I think Twitter's actually already fired Mike McCarthy, um, <laughs> but you know what, Sean, I'm going to want to ask your opinion here, but can't, I'm going to tell you candidly, I don't blame Mike McCarthy for 
the scramble towards the end. First of all, he's not calling plays. They're trained like the the players are in practice. They do this. They know right. when they're when they're playing. When the defense is playing to guard the out of bounds, that means that the quarterback can run 15 yards. Even Dak mentioned he's like he went a little far. Now I don't blame Mike McCarthy. I blame Mike McCarthy because they had more penalties than ever for a playoff team. Yes, blame him for that. But the outrage of the the slide was his fault. He's not calling plays. Kellen Moore is. And somehow Kellen Moore is going to be a head coach in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I can't wait for when they, like the whole, the, when they start hiring coaches. I love that. Yeah. I feel like, Bronco. I mean, yeah. I mean. The, Broncos country's ready. Yeah. I, K- Kellen Moore, he's, he went to college in the Rockies. Uh, no. Yeah, no, John, I agree. Uh, Jim Nance with a great call. When, as soon as, uh, when Dak, uh, did that QB draw and he's like, I don't know if they're gonna have time for this. And he was dead on. And, you know, like, I know everyone's been at the refs and, you know, all this stuff is magnified because it's the Cowboys and their fans are very loud and annoying. And like, you know, Skip Bayless is one of their biggest fans and then everyone else hates the Cowboys. So it like everything with them becomes magnified. So anytime they have a humiliating loss in the playoffs, it becomes a maybe a bigger deal than it should be. But yeah, I mean, Dak should have known to hand the ball to the ref. Yep. Or someone in that offense should have known. It It's one of the intricacies that changes from a team that wins Super Bowls to a team that doesn't win Super Bowls. And I know that that's obviously that one instance isn't the big deal. It's that those, those small little things are, are systemic throughout the game, right? The difference between a team that wins the Super Bowl and doesn't win the Super Bowl does all those little things right most of the time. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. But isn't it, I feel like every year, every, every year the Cowboys make the playoffs, they have a humiliating loss. Yeah. Usually to like the Packers or I don't know. It's just burning my well, brain. I, I know they had lost with that one year to the, I think to Eli Manning and the Giants when they were really good, like in the, you know, 2007. I don't yeah. know. It's, but like before I started watching football, the Cowboys won all the time. And my my entire football watching life, they've been like, you know, always relevant. And, you know, usually they're usually not the worst team, but I always never, I just never expect them to ever do anything in the playoffs. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. A team with that many Super Bowls. We just, I mean, you and I have really like never seen it. Right. Yeah. I have big yeah. memories as a kid of like them beating yeah. the Bills and stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, so Sean, let's, you know, I, listen, I, we're going to talk about a lot of the teams that were in wildcard weekend. So let's kind of dive into it here. We're on more of a typical schedule. I actually kind of love this schedule here, but only because I live in the mountain time zone. Right. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll do all East coast stuff. We've got two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, the, the, the sun, the Saturday doesn't really change. Uh, it's the four 30, the eight 15, but the Sunday is kind of interesting. It moves to a three o'clock game and I think a, like a seven thirty game. So, oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, AFC or AFC NFC championship weekend does, does the same thing. Yeah. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's great timing. Cause it, I think from your perspective, from the East coast time, it's great not to have a game on that late. Yeah. And right. It makes it kind of like you have, you have your whole Sunday, right? It doesn't start at one o'clock. 
Yeah. Um, for us, it does, but it's over early. The, the games are over early enough where we can still go, you know, do stuff. So, uh, so Sean, let's dive in. The first game, Bengals can't get out of this spot, man. It Saturday at four thirty. This is the <laughs> this is this is the game for all eternity. We'll either have the Bengals or the Houston Texans in, in yep. the representing the AFC. Uh, I guess this is just really the AFC South against any other small market that makes it right. Yeah. 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 So we've got the Bengals and the Titans. Um, I did check the consensus lines are Titans three and a half point favorites. That's what I have too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now, Jeff, Sean, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, well, I was going to do you want me to, do you want to go, do my pick now? No, not at all. I want to give you the storyline. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to talk about this line a little bit because it seems short to me. I think this game, and this happens every single year, you get people who watch the Bengals win a playoff game, and all of a sudden, they're, the recency bias on these are strong. Okay? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So this line doesn't make sense to me because, listen, I know historically home field has been worth three, right? Yeah. I, I, th- I don't think for Tennessee, they're wor- it's worth three. I just don't think they get that atmosphere. I think maybe it's closer to two. Uh, but they're off a buy, so maybe give them half a point or something, right? But are we say are we suggesting that the Bengals are maybe only a point worse than the Titans, the one seed of the AFC? I'm just seeing. I, now I'm just seeing about the city of Nashville, and yeah, it's probably a lot of transplants, right? A lot of guys and yeah, girls trying to bring into the music industry. Uh, a lot of influencers. You know, a lot of girls that want to. You know, they're kind of models that want to wear like cowboy hats. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? They they have the high, they have the predators too. Are they a hockey town? I think they are more of a hockey town, honestly. Because like, yeah, like, I don't know how long the predators have been there, but the Titans have only been there, you know, since what the early two thousands. Or like, yeah, I guess I guess McNair's are in the late nineties. So like, yeah, mid to late nineties. Yeah, I get. Well, they were the or- the Houston Oilers before, but yeah, yeah. I, um, when the Colts would play them, there'd be more Colts fans there than Titans fans a lot of times. And obviously, uh, Peyton Manning went to Tennessee, so that was you know part of it. But yep. yeah, you're right. I don't I don't think it's worth three points for them, especially Cincinnati is not that far from Nashville. Exactly. I don't even know if they're taking a plane. Uh, well, they might. But anyway, Sean. So so give me your pick, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. So. <laughs> Kind of going against what you said. I, I'm actually going with the Bengals plus 3.5. Yeah. Look, I yeah, the Titans are an overall better team, but Burrow is different and he's a franchise changing guy. And I just think him, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, they're gonna be like able to carve up the Texans whose pass defense isn't that great. I mean, you know, aside from Kevin Bayard. Uh, like the touch, the Titans do have a good rush defense. Uh, you know, Jeff Simmons is a fantastic linebacker, so they should slow down uh, Mixon. But I don't know where the tens points are coming from. I just don't trust Tannehill. I know he's been fine the past few years, but uh, this year he's kind of regressed a little bit. And I mean, Henry, uh, Derek Henry just had his first contact practice, so that means he's going to play. But I just don't know if he's going to be the same guy. So I'm I'm taking the Bengals here. Uh, I know, look, maybe they win by three points, but I, I got them winning overall. Are, are you going with the Titans, John? Yeah, I am going with the Titans, and I'll lay the points here. 
So, you know, the Titans, they do have Henry back, which yes, he's not going to be a hundred percent, but like, isn't 90% of Hen- Derek Henry better than most running backs in the league. Um, yeah. yes. They've also shown that they can get away with using Foreman, Devontae Foreman, Ante Foreman. Uh, AJ Brown is also healthier. So remember yeah. how good AJ Brown was last year? He was like the best. What was he a sophomore last year? He was like the best. And then this year he came in, you know, got hurt, you know, multiple injuries. He had, he had knee problems to begin with at the season, him and Julio Jones never really got on the field for, you know, the same game when they were both really healthy, but I think that might happen this time. Um, you know, at least AJ Brown's going to be out there and healthy. Um, you know, maybe they're not coming in as hot as the Bengals, but when this team's healthy, they're really good. Um, you know, three of their lo- three of their four losses, no, three of their losses came in a four game span where everyone was just really hurt. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're both their wide receivers were hurt. Their running backs were hurt. Like Tannehill was throwing to guys. I can't even name who they are. Um, but everyone, just about everyone is back now, you know, and Sean, here's a little nugget for you. The Titans are four and zero against teams still left in the playoffs. Because they lost to the Patriots, but yeah, the Patriots are out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'm cherry picking the stat here, but they beat the 49ers, they beat the Rams, they beat the Chiefs, and they beat the Bills. Yeah, they beat the Bills like, last year too. Yeah. So, I, so this team at home, I don't know how different. Like last year, they were a surprise team, but. You know, they made it to the AFC championship game. And I, I think that they have a lot of the formula back now. Um, they they might just be getting healthy at the right time, but they're going to be facing a hot team. So I'm taking the bank. So I'm taking the Titans. Okay. I Maybe that's a smart pick. I just Joe Burrow keeps winning me over. Yeah. And I mean, the kid's a stud, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolute stud. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone just ingrained in my mind is the photo of him in college smoking the cigar in the locker room. And it's like, he's just, he's the championship quarterback and yeah, it's probably not going to be this year, but I, yeah, he, he just won me over and I'm kind of going with my gut on this one taking the, I mean, like I'm getting three and a half points. So maybe, maybe the tens went outright and the Bengals just keep it close, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Now I know the Bengals. I mean, I, if we talk about last week's game a little bit, obviously they got the benefit of the early whistle um, where, you know, they, the quarterback threw it whistle definitely blew midair and some players stopped guy caught in the end zone, called it a touchdown. If they call that back, that, that Raiders game could have gone a whole different way. You're absolutely right. I was impressed with the Raiders last week. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. You're right. A game could have gone either way. I really hope the Raiders keep uh, Rich Pisakia. I hope I said his name correctly, but I don't know that they are because they, they just fired Mike Mayock. So that's yeah. probably a bad sign. I'm not yeah. really sure why they fired him, maybe for the Gruden hiring, but. I think I mean, also, I think Gruden made a lot of the calls there. I don't, I know like Mayock was a presence, but I think Gruden made a lot of the calls. So, you know, once, once Gruden left, I don't know, or was fired. I don't know how, you know, important Mayock was yeah but Mark Davis loved Gruden like I, I it's a weird firing because the Raiders are in as good of a place now as they've been since like the early 2000s to me yeah. I mean I know they had a chaotic year especially like you know you know John Gruden and Henry Ruggs but yeah so but look yeah you're right the, that Bengals game could have gone either way yeah 
I, I don't know. I, I kind of like their defense a little bit. And I, it's Burrow, though. It really is just Joe Burrow yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you have Burrow swag going. So, all right. So you've got, you've got Bengals. I've got Titans. So we've got one different. Uh, Sean, let's go to the 815 game. We've got the 49ers versus the Packers. Um, now, Sean, this game's at six, but I saw it when it opened. And I, and I know I tweeted about this. This line opened at four and a half. And I thought that that was like the most injustice of a line. I've seen all off all postseason. Um, again, I could do the math here, but like at four, like at four and a half, what are you saying? Like Packers home field is worth three. So yeah, the Packers are all of a sudden only a point and a half better than the 49ers who honestly played against the very sloppy team and was kind of lucky to get out of, out of Dallas. Yeah. Here's the thing though. I, I like the Niners. Well, it's six at six, now a four and a half, because yeah, like this game's got to be close. If the 49ers are going to win it, I don't, there's no way they're going to blow the, the Packers out at Lambeau Field. Right, right. But I, Trent Williams, Kyle Jusek, uh, Kittle, those three guys is like the run blocking they do, I'm always so impressed with. And I think they have a chance to get a win at Lambeau. I think it'd yeah. be a very, very tight game, but. That's why I'm taking them plus six. Uh, yeah, the Peggers defense is fine. Uh, I like Devondre Campbell. They don't really have any weaknesses, uh, weaknesses like on their defense. Like their rush or their run defense and pass defense is like they're both top ten. So it's a yeah. solid overall defense. But uh, and like I know what Rogers is an all time great and everything like that. But I think the 49ers are going to own the time in possession by running the ball and. Weirdly, the the Niners have kind of weirdly owned Aaron Rodgers, and I know this team's different, but like in 2019, uh, the Niners kind of beat the Packers pretty easily in the playoffs. And then, you know, we obviously know about the Colin Kaepernick game uh, back in the early 2000s or early 2010s and everything like that. And like the 49ers defense is stout. Um, now, do we, is Nick Bosa definitely playing? No, I don't think we know if he's playing or not because he had a concussion. So yeah. he's he's on a short week. Uh, Sean, that kind of goes into my point. Um, you know, we talk about I know you and I last week, we both said that the 49ers could be a sneaky team to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That didn't take into effect that Bosa Bosa may be out. I don't know if Fred Werner is gonna play. Like that's what two of their if not two of their three, two of their most important defensive players yeah um so you know just looking at it like this isn't the same defense i know everyone's saying and i know you just said it that this is a bad matchup against for green bay because the 49ers can run the ball and they can keep rogers off the field but if rogers gets off to a hot start they the 49ers can't just run 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 you yeah, know then yeah. all of a sudden you have jimmy g throwing the ball who is also not only is his thumb bad or whatever finger he, you know, he's got a bad hand. He sailed a couple balls against the, against Dallas that if he does that against the 49ers, I don't, or sorry, if he does that against green Bay, I don't know if they're going to be able to still run, 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 you know, and just get, get out of there. Like green Bay doesn't make the same mistakes that Dallas does. That's a good point. I think I called last week that, uh, Jimmy G would probably throw an interception. 
because you know the obviously Micah Parsons and those guys in the Dallas secondary, and he did. So yeah, I mean it's probably a good prep bit again again this weekend. Uh, I don't know. I the the Niners is kind of weird. I I kind of trust Kyle Shanahan in a game like this though. I don't know why. I just probably the history of them beating Green Bay in the past, like yeah. in the playoffs two years ago. And Rodgers is a habit of like sometimes losing these playoff games. Rodgers is a much better uh, underdog in the playoffs than he is a favorite. And like that run they had when they won the Super Bowl in 2010, they were a six seed. Yeah, they were like not going to make the playoffs until the final week that year. So I, this is another gut feeling one too because I I think all, all these games are going to be pretty close. I, I I really respect the 49ers. I mean that defense rules. But I maybe the Packers win, but I, I think they keep it close. So I, I like 49ers plus six. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was I planned on coming on this podcast and saying, can I have Packers four and a half? Because that's where like I tweeted about it that that's an insane line and I would bet it, but I'm just yeah, gonna, right. I'm, take, I'm, I'm taking Packers minus six. <clears throat> it's not really gonna kill you because teams land on four and six. So at worst, it turns a win into a push. Cause I don't remember the last game that ended in five. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we'll, you know, so you're, you're on the 49ers. I'm on the Packers. So we're on two different games. Yeah. So far. Um, and yeah, I am flipping the script. Cause I said the 49ers could go to the Super Bowl, but that was with a defense that didn't have two of their best players out. So um, yeah. I can take that up. It does. It does give me some pause that they almost lost to the Cowboys. They didn't really almost lose. But it was closer than I would have liked. Yeah. Yeah, it was a one-score game in Packers and and Dallas had the ball. So yeah. um, kind of the same thing for um, the Bengals game as well. Came down to the same, you know, those are the only games that really weren't blowouts. This yeah, right. Um, all right, Sean, let's go into the third game. <clears throat> Got the Rams at the Bucks. Bucks minus three. Uh, Sean, last week, the Buccaneers decimated the Eagles. Can they do it again to the Rams? Are you are you following Tom Brady again this week? Uh, this is sort of a tricky matchup for the Bucks. I'm still picking them uh, minus three, but I, look, I don't. We don't know if uh, Tristan Wirfs or Henson are going to be playing this weekend. I, it looks like they were they missed practice today. Now I think the general consensus is they'll probably both play, but I don't know if they'll be 100. percent and not having those guys against Aaron Donald is kind of terrifying. Even though they're going to get a Leonard Fournette back, so, you know, I mean, not that he's going to be block Aaron Donald, but I don't know. He's he's a guy. Yep. <laughs> but I got I'm picking the Bucks though because the Bucks front seven looks even better than they did last year. I mean, I look, you know, Cam Akers had a great game against the Cardinals. He's not going to be able to run on them at all. They like the Eagles were the best run team in the league this year, just as far as like yards per game running. They couldn't do anything last week against against this Bucks front seven. They just they look incredible right now. You know, I mentioned uh, like you know Vita Vea, like Devin White, all those like Levante David. It's it's so good, and also it's just Tom Brady. And look, there's a chance he loses this game, but I I don't see it though. Not at home. They. Tampa always wins at home too. So I I'm taking the Bucks here, minus three. John, what do you think? Yeah, so I'm going on the other side again. Oh, I'm taking man. the Rams. I was so impressed with the Rams last week. 
I mean, yeah, sure. Cam Akers. Sean, did you know he came back from a torn Achilles? Hmm. <laughs> I saw that on like every outlet. Um, I mean, good for him, but you know, now they have two running backs, him and Sony Michelle that can run the ball. Um, they've shown if a team tries to take Cooper cup out, they can just throw it to OBJ. Like I just, I think what we saw last week, like the Rams beat, I think a, a good team in the Cardinals. I'm not sure any team who beat the NFC East last week. I'm not sure if they beat like a real team. Like did the 40, yeah, the 49ers beat Dallas. What does that mean? You know, the Bucks beat the Eagles. What does that mean? I just, I just, I can't bet on a team that, you know, we're already giving up. They're already probably giving up an extra point because how bad they beat the Eagles last week. And I just don't trust it. So I'm going with the Rams, you know, it's a line three points. It's something crazy. Um, but I think, man, the Rams was the team that made a big change for me last week from, you know, maybe a um, fringe team that made the playoffs to maybe a contender to win the Super Bowl. I, I look, uh, Matt Stafford played well. I mean, Kyler Murray was so bad, though. He was. And look, you can say, hey, that's the Rams defense. That's, I mean, that, that defense is probably maybe as like three Hall of Famers on it. Right, Donald yeah. and Miller are definitely got all of fame, and Jalen Ramsey, Ram- Ramsey, yeah, probably will, yeah. <clears throat> and maybe we're missing someone. The, the, yeah, three, three Hall of Famers. Yeah, so like, maybe that was that, that was that, and you know, Kyler Murray still missing DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, yeah, that <laughs> that was that was a sad yeah. game. It really you know, was. I I turned yeah. it off. I, I I'm trying to catch up on Yellowstone, so I turned it off like oh, just nice. after the second half. Yeah. I'm a Yellowstone guy. Um, I, I watched the Manning cast. I did too. I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you watch uh, when The Rock was on? Yeah, he was on that forever. Was, I didn't think he was that good. He, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, the game wasn't good. There were so many, like, the refs stopped the game so many times when he was on it. But yeah, yeah he was, I don't know. It didn't quite work, but I didn't hate it either. I'm not even convinced the rock was watching the game. <laughs> he just kept saying, ah, they need to give him a pump up speech. That's it. That's all he's saying. Uh, but, but anyway, so, uh, so Sean, we're on three different games so far. And uh, we need a consensus. All right. I don't think we're going to get it here. Uh, last game we have, we've got uh 630 bills at chiefs chiefs. I saw I, this line was everywhere, but I kind of landed on chiefs minus one and a half. That seemed like the consensus line. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean, I, I listen, I think Titans fans will probably uh, not like me saying this, but I think this feels like the AFC championship, if not the Super Bowl. I think the winner of this team, even though they're not going to be home the following week, most likely, um, I think they're going to be the favorites to win the Super Bowl going forward. I would imagine. Um... The tough thing is, I don't know, like I said, I don't know how good the Pats really were this season. I think they they had a nice run in the middle of the year. But, I mean, their schedule wasn't that impressive. And I knew the Steelers stunk. So I don't really want to overreact too much to last weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, But ultimately, where I'm going with this game, I'm going the Bills plus 1.5. I kind of think this is the Bills year. They have the best pass defense in the NFL. 
Chadarius White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. I think they're going to do – I think they can. And they earlier in the year, they kind of figured out how to guard Tyree Kill. They've been, they've been yep. like the, um, so that's a good sign, right, because they lost to the Chiefs uh, last year in the playoffs. And a single Devin Singletary is good now. You know, I, I, had, yeah. a guy, I had a guy in fantasy uh, a year ago, and he was not good. But now, apparently, he's good. Oh, Sean, I had Dem- I had Devin Singletary in fantasy this year, and he wasn't good. Yeah. Well, he's he was, just good now. He's good yeah. right now. Yeah. And Josh Allen's a problem. I, I kind of think they're peaking at the right time. Like, beating Kansas City in Arrowhead is no easy task. I, the last time to do that in the playoffs was well. The, so the Patriots did that in twenty the twenty eighteen season. Yeah, they went to Arrowhead and won. But there's also who was offsides? What's that guy's name? Not Frank Clark. Oh uh, yeah, um, the D end right. Yeah, well I'm blanking yeah. his name now. But there is a he's very bludgeonly offsides. But if not for that, the Chiefs win and probably win the Super Bowl. So, look, I, I don't know. Like, that win in the head's very difficult. Yeah. But, like, if the Bills want to – if not now, then win, though. If the Bills want to win the Super Bowl, and I think this is – might be the best chance they have. You know, Josh Allen's on, on his rookie contract. Yep. This team's so good, and they're peaking at the right time. You, you got you to gotta win this. But I think – again, I'm kind of going gut feeling here. And also, you know, like, studying everything I can. I think the Bills to get advantage, like the, I mean, the Chiefs have a solid defense, but I think you know Josh Allen and Singletary running the ball, and you know Dawson Knox has kind of emerged, and you still got maybe the best receiver in the NFL. I'm going yeah. the Bills. Yeah, so I think it was D Ford was the was the uh, defensive player yes, for Kansas yes. City. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, Sean. Here's a, I know you mentioned like Josh Allen on his rookie contract. It's weird because he technically is on his rookie contract, but he's it's extended out. So like yeah, he's, yeah, his cap hit this year was only like sixteen million, but like next year it's forty, right? So this is a big, this is a big year because next year that's that's like twenty four million that's just going to come off. Um, so I'm going the other way. We've got four different games. I'm going with the Chiefs um, and Sean. I'm going. I think these teams are very evenly matched. Right. I actually don't even necessarily agree with the line too much just because I think if these teams are matched, why, why isn't this Chiefs minus two and a half? But that's semantics. Um, I think you got to think about this, though. What emotionally did last week take out of each of these teams? So for the Chiefs, they just beat a seven seed. Who cares, right? right. They beat a seven seed that they have. Yeah, they've played a couple times, but nothing big. The Bills, they finally beat their big brother in the Patriots in the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long. So I think emotionally this took more out of the bills and it did the chiefs. And I think there's a more, I think there's a non-zero chance that the bills just come out real flat as a result of it. So um, I, I would in the past, I would tend to agree. I do think Sean McDermott is a real coach. Like, um, for instance, last year when they lost to the uh, Cardinals and the DeAndre Hopkins Hail Mary, yeah, I thought maybe they would come out flat the following week, and they didn't. I think they like killed the Seahawks the, the next week. So the, they're kind of a real team now. I, I don't think they'll 
come out too flat. You know, maybe they'll be a little tight the first half of the game. I also, I, I'm just, I'm picturing Patrick Mahomes throwing like two interceptions this game. Yeah. I'm, I'm just in my, in my head, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And like, you know, the Bills have a nice secondary and just they've an overall just solid defense. You can kind of run in them a little bit. But yeah, I, it's funny. We have four, we went, we went opposite all four games. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, just, like, a, it's like a debate show where we, we have to yeah. pick a different side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is interesting. You know, the Chiefs have been to three straight AFC championships. So I think it could be four, right? They went, they went in 19, they went in 20, and they went in 21. Yeah, damn. So now they're now this is their this is their fourth. This could be their fourth consecutive AFC championship. Um, you know, obviously they got to go go through two more games, but I, I do think that you know Kansas City has just shown time and time again that they can win the playoffs. So um, I'm just going with them. They have experience. Plus, I think that there's a chance maybe the Bills are a little flat, even though this is a playoff game. That game last week against Patriots. Must have been very emotional for the Bills. So um, I'm going with the Chiefs there. So, uh, yeah, Sean, crazy. We have four different four different games. Um, now, Sean, if you had to pick, like, the Super Bowl right now, what would you th- – what, what do you think is maybe not most likely in the fact that you're just picking chalk, but, like, if you were a gambling man and you were getting plus odds for picking maybe an upset or something, what do you, what do you have as your Super Bowl? Um, I saw the Buffalo Bills against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I think that game would be fantastic. Actually, I mean that'd, that'd be a perfect final boss for the Bills, right? Tom Brady in the Super yeah. Bowl. That, would, that yep. right? That would be that's that's a movie right there. And I actually, so I think both teams have their biggest challenge of the rest of the playoffs this weekend, just like matchup wise. But I think if they both got there, I. I'd probably lean Bills, although I don't know. I Josh Allen isn't going to run like that on the the Bucks defense, not like he did on the Patriots. Like the Bucks run yeah. seven is too good. It yeah. would it would be Josh Allen would really have to win with his arm in that game, and you know maybe if Tom Brady comes out looking a little old, I would maybe the Bills win. But yeah, I'm going Bills Bucks right now. John, what about you? Uh, I'm going Rams Chiefs. Okay. So I was very impressed. So we're actually taking the exact two, the same two games. We're taking the opposite sides. Yeah. We're saying um, that those are the de facto AFC and NFC championship games. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do think the Rams just looked really good last week. And you know what? That AF, that NFC West is a really good division. They had three teams in the playoffs. So, you know, um, they, they, they battle tested. They didn't just kind of like win, you know, 10 games on accident. Um, and yeah, I think these Rams could be good. I think they have the formula to beat a, you know, beat up Buccaneers team. And then they can they can run the ball and they can throw the ball. Um, so if they had to play the Packers next week, I think they could uh, put up a good charge. So that's kind of mine. I know the Rams are a little bit like of an upset, um, but I, I, I would take the value there. So, uh, Sean, you know what? We've got four great games this week. I probably said that last week about yeah. the six games we had last week, but let's just hope that there's no real, real blowouts or if it is, it's just the, the Saturday afternoon game. Um, yeah. Uh, John, do you, what, what's your, what, like, as far as like a line pick, what do you feel most confident at, about this weekend? 
What's your uh, what's your best bet? Um, my best bet is probably Rams plus three. Okay, okay, okay. Because I think because uh, I think I'm just gonna go through like the Titans. Sometimes a week off messes with some teams, you know. Um, the Packers. If I could have got it at four, I probably would have said that, but I never got it. Never got there. So six is a big number to lie, lay in the playoffs. Um, and then you know Chiefs and Bills. Honestly, that game I, I can't wait to watch that game, but it's gonna be such a toss up. So um, I went Ram. I, I think the Rams uh, could play really well against a vulnerable Bucks team. Okay, mine was Niners plus six. Yeah, I just think that game's gonna be close. Yeah, I think Shanahan versus Lafleur is just like a fun matchup. Yeah, I, I then again, the, there's a good chance the Packers win that game, but I, I just think it'll be really close, like field goal game. Okay, so is, you you got Rams plus three, or I'm sorry, yeah, Rams plus Rams three. plus three. I got Niners plus six. So yeah, got, got two dogs for our best bets. Okay, exactly. So, uh, and I think we kind of went. Uh, I went chalk the other game. So, yeah. um, so Sean, that's kind of our preview of the divisional round. You know, I know you and I tweeted all week, we all weekend, um, mainly cause I went five and one. So I'll be tweeting that all weekend. Um, I'm trying to think, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I can just like win like two more games to guarantee, uh, you know, breaking even in the playoffs, but, uh, hopefully I get that done by Saturday afternoon. Um, so, you know, your handle is below deck Sean and I'm at below deck John. So, um, you know, all the listeners out there, just let us know what you thought of our picks, our podcast, you know, you can, uh, subscribe rate and review. We'll be doing this next week as well. We'll be doing it through the playoffs. Um, Sean, good, good luck, buddy this week. You too, John, everyone, uh, have a great, have a fun time watching the games. Bon voyage. <laughs>